0: Hey, everybody, welcome into Letterman Row. It's a practice report presented by Byers Auto, and it is quarterback week, the first week of our summer series positional breakdowns. Berm and I are going to be bringing everything you need to know about the quarterbacks and every position unit, including the coaching staff, uh, on the roster in preparation for this fall leading up to training camp. So uh, let's just dive in. Berm, let's get some, some quarterback talk.
1: All right, Berm, uh, it's yep, quarterback yep, week. Yep, yep. Love it. My
0: favorite week. Uh, we started off with the most important position. I know Urban Meyer used to call the running backs the Cadillac position, but I think in this offense with Ryan Day, uh, the quarterback has surpassed the running back as the the number one priority Cadillac position, not just on, at Ohio State, but, but in college football. Uh, and
1: simply put, the Buckeyes are pretty loaded. I think we can just stop the video now. Yeah, I mean, okay, thanks, everyone. Thanks for watching. The end. No, it's actually funny to me, Spencer, because over the last decade, we've watched this like ebb and flow of Ohio State position by position. And as you mentioned, Urban Meyer, when he was in his heyday at Ohio State, was talking about the running back position as the the Cadillac position. Right now, I mean, where does Cadillac fall in like the big hierarchy of, of automobiles? That's kind of question one, because it's potentially still true that the running back position is the uh Cadillac position but I think you know we could put we could call the quarterbacks maybe the Aston Martin or the Rolls-Royce or whatever a different uh higher uh more expensive brand of car because the wide receivers are a whole nother position car group that we could talk about too but clearly right now Ohio State's quarterback room heading into summer is as good as anyone in the country. And I think the most interesting thing to me is that I know in the back of Ryan Day's mind somewhere, he thinks, God, I wish we had one more guy in this room. God, I wish we had one more guy in this room. And uh, you can have three super, super high level quarterbacks, but it's like you just never have enough.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's, I guess, where we should start, because at the very top, Ohio State is not going to complain about having a Heisman Trophy caliber quarterback uh, potential number one overall pick in its room. It didn't complain when it had Justin Fields, but also it looked down the line and thought, well, you know, if, if something happens to Justin Fields, we're, we're in a little bit of trouble. Well, Ohio State doesn't really have that problem this year because Kyle McCord is right behind him. And then if something happens to Kyle McCord, obviously you run into a little bit of an issue with Devin Brown with no experience. But to have a backup with starting experience behind a Heisman Trophy Uh, caliber quarterback is a pretty big blessing for Ohio State when you look at other programs around the country a lot of teams have lost good backup quarterbacks Ohio State has not has not done that and obviously two quarterbacks transferred out but at the same time Ohio State's been able to keep two really
1: good quarterbacks in its building yeah I mean if you think about just kind of the insanity that the starting quarterback at Texas was a true freshman quarterback who was the fifth string quarterback at Ohio State a year ago uh, the backup probably at Florida was Ohio State's third quarterback a year ago. Uh, this is a, as loaded as it gets around the country, and it does speak volumes about Ryan Day that he's kept these guys here. But we also have to objectively realize that, you know, if we look a year from now, and I hate to do that because we're still talking about C.J. Stroud's redshirt sophomore season and, and what value he brings and what it means. But as the Buckeyes build this room, Stroud is almost an afterthought. I mean, it, he almost can't be part of the discussion because everything that Ryan Day does from here through signing day in December is going to be built on what happens after CJ. And the interesting thing, and I'm, I, I don't believe for a second that CJ Stroud will return to Ohio State for his next for next season unless he has a, a injury or something crazy happens, knock on wood somewhere. Um, but Ryan Day and the Buckeyes are going to certainly try to keep him around. I mean, that that is. The, They don't want another quarterback to leave for the NFL after a redshirt sophomore year. We saw it happen with Dwayne Haskins. We saw it happen with Justin Fields. And the truth is, if you look around the NFL, it's not as – you don't walk into the NFL uh, as a younger quarterback and just thrive. So, I mean, to find extra years in college is actually a pretty good idea. But that said, I don't think C.J. Shaw will entertain that very long.
0: No, and I don't think he will either. But it is a thought because, you know, Ryan Day and the coaching staff didn't really hide – the fact that they wanted Dwayne Haskins to come back for another year that, you know, to, to develop a little further, uh, Ohio state, you know, did make a little bit of a push, maybe behind the scenes more than with Haskins, but for fields to come back for another year. And, and he obviously chose to go to the NFL and it was probably a good decision considering, you know, he's probably going to be the starter this upcoming year in, in Chicago, but you know, C.J. drought, it's not a guarantee that he will go right to the NFL and have immediate success. And so you look at that there's a Heisman trophy to be won this year there's a national championship to be won this year and if all those things happen that's great after that though does he decide that he needs another year of development probably not and so then you look at Kyle McCord who I think is developing into what could be a very special season uh you know for him at Ohio State in 2023 after CJ moves on because maybe we're taking it for granted but we do, are kind of just assuming C.J. Stroud is going to be incredible and then leave. And so you 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 kind of – there's not really much else to be said about C.J. Stroud. You know exactly what you're going to get. He's ridiculously good.
1: But after that, that's where you want to – maybe the intrigue starts. Yeah, I mean, the proof is in the pudding with C.J. And, again, if, if everything goes ex- as expected, then this season should be his last at Ohio State. And I wrote about this a week ago. We'll talk a little bit more about – the the -the down-the-road quarterback recruiting, but when Dylan Raiola, the country's number one ranked player and and quarterback in the class of 2024, committed to Ohio State a week ago, I I started to write and thinking about the class of 2023. And there's actually a a case to be made that the Ohio State quarterback in the class of 2023, who right now there isn't one, and there isn't really a good uh, lead on one at this juncture, but that quarterback is in a position to do exactly what Dwayne Haskins did exactly what Justin Fields did exactly what CJ Stroud has done exactly what Kyle McCord may do and exactly what Devin Brown can do, which is leave after a red shirt sophomore season. And that is kind of crazy because we're thinking about it. Ohio state went 39 years without a first round pick or quarterback between, um, the Art leaster in 1980 or 81 and, and Dwayne Haskins. Um, so now we're talking about potentially four years in a row. Of a quarterback between, I mean, Stroud, McCord, and, and Brown could go back to back to back. If And there's no reason at this point, because the offense is so good, because Ryan Day's development of these quarterbacks has been so good, it's not even far fetched to say that. And it's kind of insane when you think about what they've been able to create. Because, and I, again, I wrote about this prior to Dylan Rayleigh's recruitment, the quarterback position recruiting for the last 20 years has been okay, it was never uh, transcendent at Ohio State. And all of a sudden, it is absolutely the position where there's just not a single concern other than people staying healthy. And, and, you know, you talked about McCord, and I think it's really important that people understand how patently unfair it is to suggest and or uh, state that he's, like, behind or is not on the development track that he needs to be. I have no idea where that kind of conversation or talking point comes from uh, because you can't base it on the fact that Ohio State recruited Devin Brown because – does that mean Devin Brown's not – panning out because Ohio State recruited Dylan Rayla. I mean, they want the best player every single year at that position. So um, Kyle McCord, you know, played as a true freshman last year and played like a true freshman generally would do at, at Ohio State. And I don't think that there's any reason to be discouraged about where he's heading in his development. And I think that the most interesting, the most interesting position battle in college sports is going to be next fall or next spring between Kyle McCord and Devin Brown because however that plays out, is going to seriously impact Ohio State uh, in 24 and 25. Yeah, and I am of the camp that believes that Kyle McCord will end up being the starter
0: because I think he gets discounted a little too much. And like you said, Burma, I'm not really sure where all that comes from. And it might stem from the fact that, you know, CJ Stroud was such a big name in, in one class. And then Quinn Ewers reclassifies and kind of takes away all of the, uh, you know, new shine off of Kyle McCord because then Quinn Ewers was the new thing. And as soon as he left... Then you get the number one overall player in the class of 2022, according to the on three rankings in Devin Brown. And so Kyle McCord has not really had his time to be the new shiny object for Ohio State fans. But at the same time, he is really, really talented. And I think you're right. I think
1: you're right. I think that people assume because Kyle McCord came in early that he had been there another an additional amount of time but he was still a true freshman at the same time that Quinn Ewers was Quinn just happened to get there 9 months later because of the of the re, uh, you know reclassification so I think that's a really good point
0: yeah and so i think like as you look at Kyle McCord and and the way that he handled himself in that Akron game uh, that could have gone a few different ways and i understand that it's Akron and Akron was was terrible i think we we used so many adjectives to describe how bad that team was in the in the I think someone tournament.
1: said booty
0: I did, yeah. I didn't want to bring – I wasn't going to say it, but yes, I did. But he really handled himself well in that start, and he knew that it was still C.J. Stroud's job, but he also went out there and did what he could to prove to everybody that just because he was a true freshman didn't mean he couldn't play at that level. And, you know, he had a couple of throws where you kind of scratch your head, but he's a true freshman. Well, now he's not a true freshman. He's developing really well. Ryan Day's been impressed. You know, the coaching staff, I've got a story coming out here later this week about – you know, the coaching staff is is impressed with what they see. C.J. Stroud praised what Kyle McCord has been able to do in his progression. And so the the quarterback position, it's in good hands. And I don't mean to keep beating a dead horse there, but it, it really looks like it could be something special, not just with C.J. this year because you know he's going to find Jackson Smith and Jake, but he know he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. But after that, Kyle McCord could, could step right in and just add to that, uh,
1: you know, Ohio State quarterback pedigree that we've seen the last few years. Yeah, and it's not discounting Devin Brown as a contender or a threat to that job, but I just think that people have to understand and Kyle McCord is a professional quarterback. Like, this is a kid who has the right mindset to succeed, and that's why I don't think that even this summer and this fall as the season rolls around, you're going to see Devin Brown get some reps for Ohio State this year because he has to. Uh, So in games when you think, okay, maybe Kyle McCord should be the guy out there and getting more reps – they're going to need to make sure that they get the, the Akron game. If, if there is one on the schedule this upcoming season, it probably needs to be Devin Brown getting those, those opportunities in the third and fourth quarter, um, you know, after Kyle McCord, because I think McCord will play some in the second quarter of those games just to get him in, in there with the ones and get him more comfortable. Um, but ultimately, this is a position group that's as strong as anyone in the country and there's no reason for it to slow down. And we haven't even talked at all really about the Heisman potential front runner and, and a, you know, potential number one pick in the draft. And uh, that's just, you know, what, what CJ Stroud has done at Ohio state in the last year, I don't think anyone really expected. And I think it's kind of crazy because now coming into this red shirt sophomore year, people are expecting so much, but it doesn't seem like it's unrealistic, which is a testament to what Dwayne Haskins did, which is a testament to Justin Fields and, and this offense and, as you mentioned, Jackson Smith and Julian Fleming, Marvin Harrison, Emeka Buka, Jaden Ballard, et cetera, and so on and so forth. So it's uh, you know, it's a good time to be an Ohio State quarterback and, and Ryan Day is certainly reaping the benefits of that because if as I talk to recruits around the country, there's not a position group maybe outside of Brian Hartline's influence of wide receiver where people are more excited to hear from Ohio State than quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. And so you look at the rest of the week, we're going to have a lot of coverage of Letterman Row about, about the quarterbacks, whether it's C.J. Stroud, Devin Brown, Kyle McCord, even Dylan Rayola. I'm sure you'll have some stuff about the 2023 quarterback big board and, and how that's going to play out. Uh, a lot coming this week, including I might just look at some stats that C.J. Stroud could break uh, the records in the in the record books that could go up in flames when C.J. Stroud steps on the field this fall for the Buckeyes. But that's uh, for the rest of the week and you just have to stick around at Lettermonroe.com to, to get all of that quarterback coverage this has been another practice report the first positional breakdown of the summer for berm and i here at letterman Row, presented by buyers auto as always thanks for watching uh, make sure you subscribe and we'll see you next time